listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or the World Watch List, you can visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. We are excited to have you with us. I'm excited, at least. Uh, If you are listening to the podcast the day that it has been released, it is November 23rd, 2022, and Canada plays their first game at the World Cup. (laughs) I'm excited. Yes. (laughs) So I promise that Andrew only brings up the World Cup because it's related to the podcast, even though I think... We all know you could do your own podcast. It would be a little off topic for this one, but I could talk about the World Cup for a while. Yes. (laughs) But um, as uh, we've mentioned in the past episode, um, there are seven countries that are on the World Watch list that are also participating in the World Cup this year. Uh, On last week's episode, we talked about one of those countries, Qatar, or some people say Qatar. Uh, which also happens to be the host of this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other six countries, in no particular order, uh, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Morocco, Tunisia, Iran, and Cameroon. Yes. Uh, so this week and in the next few episodes, we're going to talk about more of these countries. We've already talked about a few of them. Like Andrew said, we talked about Qatar Last week, we recently did an entire episode on Cameroon, and we've also talked about the protests in Iran recently as well. Um, So we'll focus on the next, well, the remaining four countries. Yeah, and so in today's episode, we're going to talk about number 11 on the World Watch List, Saudi Arabia, and number 43 on the World Watch List, Mexico. (laughs) Next week, we'll talk about the, the two remaining North African countries, Tunisia and Morocco, who Canada happens to play in the World Cup. Mm hmm So it might be strange to talk about the persecution of Christians in Mexico as 95% of the population Mm -hmm. claims to follow Jesus, very high percentage. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, in rural indigenous communities, traditional religions are still followed and choosing to leave these beliefs um, can be seen as a betrayal, which can have severe consequences. Mm -hmm. In addition, in many places, criminal groups target Christians. So you can begin to understand why it might be difficult to follow Jesus. Yeah, and so, I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll share a story. Uh, <laughs> Aldofina grew up in one of these communities in southwest Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when she became a Christian, her and her husband, Imeldo, decided to return and plant a church. But they soon faced a lot of opposition, and they were actually forbidden from holding services. Now, Imeldo was actually called before the authorities and um, they tried to fine him, and he said, I don't have the money to pay that. And they said, well, then here's a document. Sign it. Deny your faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Ameldo bravely refused, and he said, no, I will not give up my Christ. Do what you want. I won't give up. As a result, Pastor Ameldo was locked up, and that same night, their church building was destroyed. Sadly, Pastor Ameldo has passed away from COVID-19, but Aldofina, his wife, is still supported by Open Doors Partners. 
Yeah, and so that's just a quick story that kind of exemplifies what persecution can look like in Mexico. Mm -hmm. But we want to take a moment and pray for Christians in Mexico, particularly for continued protection and boldness and strength for Christians in Mexico, living in areas where they face uh, hostility uh, from criminal gangs or from those who who are upset that they've left a traditional religion. Mm -hmm. So just join us as we pray. Lord Jesus, today we lift up the Church of Mexico Oh God, um, we are so grateful that this uh, this church is such a strong part of the body of Christ, with such a high percentage of uh, their follow their their population um, following Jesus. It's just an amazing um, amazing to hear that. And today we think of those that are persecuted for their faith. Um, we think of those that are uh, persecuted by uh, criminal groups, God. I pray that you would protect um, our brothers and sisters as they go about their daily life. We think of kids that uh, go to school and come home. We think of moms and dads that um, work to protect their family. And um, uh, we just think of um, all those in their going outs and their coming ins that they, that, um, as they go, uh, that your presence would surround them, O oh God. We pray that they would be in the right place at the right time. We pray that any plan of attack um, or threat uh, would not come to pass, but that um, our brothers and sisters would be able to uh, feel safe in their homes and um, that no matter what they face, that they would uh, rely on you and trust that uh, you are faithful, that the God that was with them yesterday will be with them today and will also be with them tomorrow as well. Um, we also think of those that um, are persecuted because they've left a traditional religion. Um, we're first of all so grateful that they have um, accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Um, and, and Lord, I just pray that as they uh, read scripture and as they hear the gospel and they, they explore their, their new faith, that they have in Christ, oh God, I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that you would uh, give them understanding of the word, that it would come alive and begin to transform them from the inside out. And um, we pray that um, that they would uh, cling to their new faith, that they would cling to you, oh God, um, and that um, despite the persecution that they face, despite maybe the portrayal that they feel, that they feel that Maybe there are those that feel that they've been uh, left behind by their community. Um, we pray that they would find new community in Christ, that they would be encouraged by gathering with other Christians. And um, we just pray, God, that you would heal um, uh, the hurts that are there and that uh, they would uh, trust you um, as they as they grow in their spiritual lives. Um, we also remember Aldafina and uh, we think of her um, amidst all of the tragedy that she's faced, uh, losing her husband and her church. And uh, I just pray that you would be with her in a special way today, God. Um, we trust that you are not done with her, that there's still um, so much purpose and so much you want to accomplish um, through her. And so we pray that, um, that she would find healing and restoration and that she would just, um, uh, that she would be blessed um, for her service to mm -hmm. you and to your people. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for praying along with us. Now, as you mentioned, Nicolette, uh, many people might find it odd that Mexico is on the world watch list. Mm -hmm. uh, but if, if many people find that odd, I think it would be the complete opposite, that many people would assume that Saudi Arabia has to be on the world yeah. watch list. So in Saudi Arabia, uh, leaving Islam um, 
carries the death penalty. Mm -hmm. And although the courts have not carried this out recently, um, the small number of people that do follow Jesus um, are highly at risk of persecution and they tend to keep their faith a secret. Right. And so one such person, uh, we'll call him Adam, mm -hmm. uh, was arrested on, on a bunch of uh, unjust and unfair charges, uh, false charges actually would be a better word. Um, and he had to spend some time in prison. Mm -hmm. uh, while he was fighting these charges and uh, going through the whole process, uh, it was decided that his family should flee the country, move to a nearby country uh, for their own safety. Mm -hmm. um, and then later, he actually joined them after being severely wounded in an attack that was ordered by his own brother-in-law. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, it was a really hard decision for Adam to leave the country. And he had this friend that understood his desire to stay. And that friend said this, If all persecuted believers leave their country, who will remain and share Christ with the lost in their country? Who will share Christ with their family and friends? Yeah, so Adam said, said this, I tried to realize that our suffering will lead to others being blessed in their faith and trust in God. You know, Adam really wanted to stay. Mm -hmm. uh, but after receiving some godly counsel, uh, it was decided that it was best for him to leave the country and to be with his family. Mm -hmm. And I know in reading a recent update, um, that was a really hard thing for Adam, not, not to be with his family, but to leave his country. And, and he, really, he really understood this, what the, the quote that you shared from the friend that, you know, if he leaves, like, who's going to be Jesus mm -hmm. to his community? But but ultimately, uh, even as he struggles through that, I mean, he knows that the, it was the decision that, that was best for him. Yeah. And that struggle of, of deciding whether to stay or whether to leave for the sake of the security of their family, that's a struggle that many persecuted mm -hmm. believers identify with. And it's not something that's just in Saudi Arabia, but in a lot of different countries. Yeah. And I mean, Open Doors, as Open Doors, our goal is to help Christians remain where they are and be salt and light. Um, but we understand that there are times where that's just not possible, where it's not the right thing. And it's not even the thing that necessarily that God would ask them to do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, people feel God saying stay and sometimes people feel God saying go. But, you know, we, we understand Adam's decision. And so uh, we're, we're working to encourage and strengthen them, particularly through prayer. Yeah. And so it would be good to take a few moments right now and pray for Adam and other believers in Saudi Arabia. We'll pray uh, particularly for Adam and his family that uh, they will adapt well to their new country, find a loving church community, and uh, and enjoy the freedom, that, the, the more freedom that they'll have to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. We also want to pray for the protection of secret believers in Saudi Arabia, that they would avoid detection from authorities. Yeah. So pray with me. Father God, we... Uh, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in Saudi Arabia. God, we lift them up to you right now. God, I think first of Adam and his family. God, we ask that you would be with them in the new country that they're in. God, that you would help them to be salt and light there. That you would help them to find a church community, God, and help them to uh, work through the, the frustrations and the disappointments and, and all the the feelings that go along with having to, to flee your country. God, I pray that you would bless them and keep them, that you would make your face shine upon them, God, that they would know your peace, that they would know your strength. God, we think of believers in Saudi Arabia. God, we ask that you would protect them from being discovered. 
We ask, Father God, that you would help them to be salt and light. God, we pray that you would give them wisdom to know uh, when is a good time to share their faith and when is a good time to remain secret. God, and I pray, Father, that you would strengthen your church there, that more people would come to know Christ. God, we think of Saudi Arabia and across the Muslim world, we hear stories of, of people uh, seeing visions, uh, dreaming dreams of, of Jesus. And God, we pray that you would continue to really reveal yourself through dreams and visions, God, that more people would come to faith in Jesus Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Um, we hope that you've come away with a better understanding of what our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world face. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. We'll be talking about the two other countries that are participating in the World Cup that are also on the World Watch List, and those are Morocco and Tunisia. It's going to be a great episode, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And for more information and more prayer points for persecuted Christians around the world, you can follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada or visit our website, opendoorscanada.org forward slash pray. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.